0: This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. Today is April 16th, 2019. The day was April 16th, 1755. Elizabeth Louise Viget was born in Paris to Louis Viget and Jean misson From the time she was a young girl, Elizabeth took an interest in art. And by the time she was 15, she was making enough money from her art to support her family. Elizabeth's mother was a hairdresser, which meant she had some contact with aristocrats. Elizabeth's father was a pastel portraitist and he trained her as an artist when she returned home from a convent she attended as a young girl. His artistry also gave the family access to the larger art world, and she was taught by other popular artists. In her memoirs, Elizabeth recounted how much art consumed her as a child, saying, I scrawled on everything at all seasons. My copybooks and even those of my schoolmates had their margins crammed with tiny drawings of heads and profiles. But Elizabeth's father died when she was only 12 years old, and her passion for art waned for a little while. Within a year, her mother had married a jeweler, whom Elizabeth and her brother Etienne despised. Elizabeth's interest in art quickly returned, though, as painter Gabrielle Francois-Doya, an old family friend, encouraged her to keep making art. And she went to museums and galleries with her mom, studying the masterpieces of renowned artists. She often visited the Louvre and copied artworks of artists like Van Dyck and Rembrandt. Her painting style was not quite Rococo, but not completely neoclassicist either. As her skill grew, so did the number of people who wanted her to paint their portraits, and her commissions provided the financially strained family with much needed money. At age 19, she became a member of the Painters' Guild of the Académie de Saint-Luc. By 1776, Elizabeth had married Jean-Baptiste Pierre Lebrun, an art dealer and artist. The marriage gave her even more access to art collections and the top tiers of French society. Though the marriage was good for her professional life, Jean-Baptiste Pierre wasn't a great husband, as he was prone to gambling off Elizabeth's money, among other misdeeds. The couple had a daughter named Jean-Julie Louise, whom Elizabeth loved. When Elizabeth was 23, Empress Maria Theresa of Austria commissioned Elizabeth to paint a portrait of her daughter, none other than Queen Marie Antoinette. Elizabeth was known for her ability to make her clients comfortable, and soon she and the queen became friends. Over a decade, she painted 30 portraits of Marie Antoinette. Thanks to her increasing popularity and relationship with the queen, Elizabeth was soon accepted as a member of the Royal Academy of Painting and Sculpture. When she was admitted at the age of 28 in 1783, she was one of just four women in the academy. Elizabeth was hosting social gatherings at her home, and she was painting so much, it was literally making her sick. But even though her notoriety as an artist was growing, the French Revolution forced her to flee France in 1789. She moved with her daughter to Italy with little money to her name, then several other places in Europe, during which time she continued to paint portraits and landscapes. She had prestigious clients wherever she went, as her reputation preceded her. Elizabeth and her husband divorced in 1793, and she ended up settling in Russia for six years. While in Russia, her mother died, and her daughter married a man whom she wasn't particularly fond of. She went back to Paris after the revolution, but she wasn't really feeling the city's new vibe. But after a stint in London, Elizabeth ended up back in France, where she lived for the rest of her life. Sadly, her ex-husband, daughter, and brother died in her later years. But she never stopped making art. Throughout her lifetime, Elizabeth is estimated to have made more than 600 paintings. She was elected to art academies in 10 cities and found success in the arts despite being a largely self-taught woman. In 1835, she published the first volume of her memoirs. Elizabeth died in March of 1842. Though the first major international retrospective of her art wasn't held until more than 70 years after her death, Elizabeth is now known for her naturalistic and relaxed art style, sympathy with her sitters, and technical skill. I'm Yves Jeffcoat, and hopefully, you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to learn more about Elizabeth, listen to the episode of Stuff You Missed in History class called Elizabeth Louise Viget Levant. If you're so inclined, you can follow us at TDIHC Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Come back tomorrow for another tidbit from history.